Welcome to the England Rugby Pod. Thanks for downloading episode 82. We're putting together our prediction slash wish list for the 23 to face South Africa in the opening test in a few weeks. You're listening to the England Rugby Pod, the rugby podcast that believes England will win the World Cup in 2019. Hey guys, uh, welcome back. Um, as promised, it's time for, it's prediction time. Um, I'm joined by Dan. Hi, mate. Morning, morning. How you doing? Yeah, good, good. We need to, uh, we need to get up, get these predictions out. Uh, we've, we've discussed the format of doing this and we decided the best thing is that we're going to put together our prediction for our England rugby pod. Um, I, I guess the, the team we'd like to see. Um, it, yeah. Eddie Jones might be more tactical in his choices. This is this is the team that we would like to see. Whether or not that's the, whether or not we're thinking along the same lines as Eddie. Well, do, do you know what? I'm looking at the team now, and I think it looks like an awesome team. Um, with what's available, I, I really like the look of this team. Uh, will Eddie go with this same team? Do, do you know what? I have no idea. Ed, Eddie has surprised me. It was only a few weeks back. I was saying there's not a hope in hell. It's uh, select Cipriani so, uh, to go on the tour. So, you know, what the hell do I know? <laughs> Although, I did call Cipriani going to Gloucester and Haskell going to Northampton. Yeah, I'm not sure so, that you just uh, analysed patterns of uh, player movements and, and what. Did, was there not rumours? I built an algorithm myself. I built an algorithm myself, mate, oh, okay. and I could just tell. That's what did you that call one. it the rumour mill? I did, I did, and I managed to. I managed to. I, I basically got there ahead of anyone else. I, I knew before Cipriani knew. Did you? Nice, nice. Uh, well, let's, let's crack on. Let's keep this one short and sweet today. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna. It's it is Wednesday the sixteenth. We're gonna get this out for you today. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we need to uh, crack on and um, and let you know what we think. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So let's look. So. We've got here the 23, but we want to start for the first test. Yeah. Um, so let me go front row and, and, and you jump in because I, I have predominantly sort of picked who I want. So, you, so please sort of jump in and, and challenge that. So starting 15, my front row, I've gone Mako, Luke Cowan-Dickey and Carl Sinclair. Interesting. I mean, yeah, I, doesn't really. Cowan Dickey, Jamie George are, are the two, and I'm assuming that Jamie George is on your bench. I, personally, I started Jamie with George. Yeah. Say him. Yeah, yeah, Jamie George. Yeah. So I, I'm not too fussed which way round. I, I almost out of, I guess, respect for the fact that he's sat on the bench for so long. I start Jamie George. You know, he's to give him that opportunity to maybe try and own the, the number two shirt. Um, so Cowan Dickey's a new guy coming through, but you know, Cowan Dickey's possibly pips him on form but I think the pair of them are going to be they're going to work pretty well as, as starters and finishers yeah I mean my thinking behind it if, if I'm honest I think Jamie George is probably a, better, a slightly better hooker than Cowan Dickey my my thinking behind it was purely when I've seen Cowan Dickey have his best games or have the most impact is when he started and when I've seen Jamie George have the most impact is when he's come from the bench finished yeah no fair enough We'll, we will we'll go we'll go with that. I like it. Um, okay, so second row, I've gone Marrow and Joe Launchbury. Yeah, I think you have to. So Marrow of a Toji. Yeah, I, I I think that's um, 
I mean, they're the two best second row out there. Yeah, you, you t- you're taking them out there and therefore you've got to use them. There's no point in taking them out and resting them. Um, and yeah, without question, they're the best two. I guess the big one here is who's 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 on the bench for the second row? Uh, I've got a segue. As do I. Um, I don't know a lot about the other guys that he's taking out to cover. Um, and obviously we know, you know, with, with the guys back home, we know there's not a huge amount of room uh, in terms of opportunities for second row players to come into this England camp and, and really state a, state a claim. Um, Nick Seco is getting a lot of game time playing with Mara, uh, you know, at Saris. Yeah. So I think he's a good. I think he's a good choice, and he's kind of the young Mara Atoje esque, you know, player that's come come through from the junior the junior ranks and is really stepping up in the senior, um, you know, senior level. So I think it's right that he is given this shot. Um, he's kind of been well, I, he's been in and around the fringes for a while, but never really gets that look in because of you know laws and crews on top of Atoje Launchbury. The, the awesome force and do make it difficult for him, but there was also a slight thinking that he can play back row if needs be. Well, um, we, we clearly don't need him to play back row. We we don't, but in a in a sort of bench because. Well, let, let me actually let me go to my back row. So this, this is quite an exciting row. bit for me. I, I think this for me, what I'm looking at on my page looks awesome. Like the same, same, same with mine, and and I don't know. Actually, I have no idea what I'm saying. So six, I've gone Brad Shields. Yeah. Seven, I've gone Sam Simmons, and eight, Billy. Exactly the same. Although I wasn't particularly uh, confident about this six-seven way round. Is that is Brad Shields an out and out six? Uh, no, 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 no. He's back row board. That's just that's just the way I've done it. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't be annoyed either. The only the only reason, I mean, again, I think neither one of them, I think, is is an out and out. You know, well, we know Sam Simmons played eight last time he was out for England, so um, you know he's clearly not an out and out seven or a six. I had a I have a feeling that just from from discussions and from reading articles and things, there was a lot of talk about how Sam Simmons would be better off in the in the number six shirt than playing eight at the back. Uh, but yeah, I'm the same three. I think I, I I'm not I'm not convinced that's the way Eddie's going to go. I think I, I did read that he sees Brad Shields, or at least he claims to see Brad Shields as a replacement, you know, a backup for Chris Robshaw. Um, I personally don't think that's correct. I think Robshaw has had his day, um, but we, we've talked about this quite a lot. It's, to, to me, it's not necessarily that Robshaw had, has had his day. I just think Brad Shields has played better rugby at the moment. So who's, uh, your, who's your backup for the back row? Well, actually, I don't even have Rob Shaw there. I have Jack I Willis. I don't think you can have Rob. See, Rob Shaw for me is one of those players that you you start him because of his experience and his work ethic and all of, all of that kind of stuff and his leadership, um, or he's not involved. Yeah, and, and I agree. That's why I've gone Jack Willis, because he is more an out-and-out out seven. So if suddenly the game goes that way and we think, do you know what, we do need somebody sort of fighting for those turnovers and out and out seven. I think you've got Jack Willis there. Yeah. You've got cover it like pretty much any of them can play at six, including the set play. Yeah. If Billy got hurt, you can move Sam Simmons to eight. Um, and Brad Shields could cover eight if needs be as well. So Yeah, there's plenty of options, I, isn't there? Toje we know can can cover back row if necessary, although we prefer him not to. Yeah, exactly. So so yeah, my, my I mean my back row, yeah, sort of Shields, Simmons, Ronapolo. 
And uh, yeah, Willis, Willis on the bench. And I think Willis is anti. He's been so good for Wasps. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, think, um, very, very happy with that selection. Um, so um, yeah, onto the onto the backs. So my half backs, I've gone uh, Ben Youngs in DC. Yeah. Um, I I just don't. I mean, George Ford, he did have a good last like last run out for Leicester. He actually had a really good game. But overall, I don't think his form's been consistent enough. Danny Cipriani, well, as well, we know, he's nominated for one of the players of the season. Yeah. He's just been, you have to play him. I don't think oh, 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 you've gone, you've gone underwater. Is that better? Yeah. What did you do? Uh, no idea. Oh, how weird. Continue, um, sir. Continue. Right, right. Yeah. So, like I was saying, Danny Cipriani has. He's just played so well. I don't think there's any point taking him if you're not looking to play him and genuinely start him. He's been he's been the fly half of the season by a mile. Yeah, guys, what you may have missed when Dan disappeared underwater a moment ago is that um, is that Danny Cipriani and, as it happens, Don Armand uh, both nominated for Premiership Player of the Season, along with I think three others, um, and that gets announced tonight. So we obviously don't have the results for you now. Uh, we will get this episode out for you tonight, so it'll have to be in our next episode when we um, reveal uh, what happened there. But uh, yeah, obviously that's that's great for him, great for England. Um, I 100% agree with you, Dan. I think you, you, Eddie Jones, I think said it in the past. You know, Danny Cipriani, Danny Cipriani is a starter. Um, unfortunately, I don't think he still sees him that way. Um, and what I mean by that is, as much as I agree with you, and I think he should start, I don't think he will. I yeah, think he needs to Eddie will put George Ford in at ten because it's it's tried and tested, and you know Youngs Ford is a is a current combination uh, at club level, and I think Cipriani will come up come in off the bench, but I hope not. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I'm inclined to. Not. I'd love to see Cipriani start. Um, Interesting. And in the... I was reading that uh, that Cipriani's actually he, um, Eddie Jones has kind of taken to one side and given and you know had a word with him about his um, um, discipline, not on the conduct, pitch, yeah. off, off the pitch, his conduct, and basically his you know told him you know if, if you misbehave on tour, I'm going to send you home, and uh, which is absolutely fair enough. But I kind of reading it, I kind of felt like is this not a new Danny Cipriani, a new grown up? More mature Danny Cipriani, like we we haven't really seen any issues from no, him. No, I think the last we? issue was in like 2015, just before the World Cup, when he had the the incident with Mike Cat, where he was obviously pissed at not being selected. But um, yeah, but I, I feel like you know watching Danny Cipriani and seeing him interviews and things, I feel like he's grown up quite a bit. Um, and so, whilst I think it's absolutely right that the players know that you know if you misbehave, you're being sent home, I think I would have told everybody that as a group not necessarily singled him out because it all almost... do, do we know that 100% that happened well, i mean i read the, an article the, the bbc about... reports that it happened um so i'm assuming that it's not fake news but you never know but as in do we know it was said specifically to danny Cipriani rather that's, than that, i mean that's what the article says uh, that, that, that is the way it implied it isn't it which yeah. is fair enough where i find that a bit weird is when dylan hartley's named as captain yeah. And everyone's like, well, how about his discipline and things? It's completely dismissed. Yeah. Uh, it's well, like, that's well, what I mean. I, it sort I, of feels like Eddie Jones has almost... It, it, I don't know, reading it, it felt like Eddie Jones had selected him, but he didn't really want to. He kind of felt he had to. <laughs> um, 
and it, and it, it makes me want him to that makes makes me want Cipriani to go out and just be so good that it's you know Jones can take the credit Eddie can take the credit but um, you know it will cement him as as part of this setup in whatever format that takes. Well, he was certainly good enough. He was certainly good enough this season. So yeah. that's good. So yeah, good halfbacks. I like that young from Cipriani. Um, and Robson Sensus- covering Youngs on the bench. Robertson covering young. Yeah, it has to be, I think. Yeah. And obviously we don't need um, a specific fly half cover because of course twelve is Owen, right? Of course. And captain. So yeah, he has to be. So he's obviously there as cover for ten if necessary. Uh, which I think is the right way to do it rather than cover ten specifically, because I think it gives us more options in the midfield. But um let's do let's do the midfield first and then we can do the back three. So obviously Farrell yeah, Farrell twelve. Yeah, Farrell 12 and T.O. at 13. Yeah, so I think that's the right way around. Uh, the right way around. I think that's that's the correct selections as well. I've got two. And and looking at the the squad and the available players, I mean, I don't know. So so we've got T.O. Is there another T.O.? Is there an alternative? What, the well, what's the alternative to T.O. without it turning into, you know, fly halves across the back? <laughs> Well, I've, I've got Slade as, as my cover for... I just don't... For me, Slade's too much of a Farrell. Like, I know he's been playing 13, but... Well, we don't have an alternative as in... So, for argument, just to really simplify it, we don't have an alternative crash ball merchant. No. Which, um, I, which I think is interesting, I think... because I, f- I feel like that that means we're... You know, something happens to Ben Tia... I feel like the, the back line misses something. And it doesn't, not, not necessarily, and you know, Tia's quite, actually quite a good example because he's not a crash ball merchant. He's got a bit of everything, but he has that, that size. And we don't have a lot of size. Well, so, so this is interesting. And, and I'll, I'll come on to this in a bit, actually. Um, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I'll come on in a bit. I think the way Slade plays for Exeter means that he doesn't. Yes, he is a bit of a ball player, but I don't. I still don't understand why that can't work. It's worked for New Zealand, so I don't understand why it can't work having just a completely ball player midfield. But anyway, let me go my back three. So on the wings, I've gone Johnny May and Denny Solomona, and at fullback, I've gone Elliot Daly. See, I, I yeah, I reluctantly went with Mike Brown at fullback just because I felt like there was quite a lot of new people. Stepping in, and oh, I guess there isn't really looking at this, looking at the side, and I, and I, I'm not convinced that Elliot Daly is a fullback. Um, I, 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 I believe Elliot Daly is just such a quality player. He could easily play yeah. fullback and do a brilliant job. Yeah, and I also think we need options. Anthony Watson, I think, had a chance to completely make it his own. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not convinced he has done that yet. I'm. I'm Anthony Watson needs to be involved when fit and available, but I don't mean he's completely made it his own. So I think we do need options at fullback, and also, yeah, true. Quite, quite frankly, if Eddie's going to say Danny Cipriani is a potential fullback, let's, uh, y- you know, he right. he could be there as a cover. Yeah, true. I mean, well, I guess, I guess. I, I guess things. Why take Mike Brown? You know, give, given his age and everything else, what, surely this is the time to rest a guy like that. If you well, still think, if you still think he's got rest. a role to play for England, yeah, 
but, but maybe he's got a role in camp. I, I, so this is what I'd like to see. It's not what I think Eddie will do. I think Mike Brown will play. Yeah. Um, because I haven't even got Mike Brown on the bench. Well, I, I mean, if so, I wasn't if I wasn't starting him, I wouldn't have him on the bench either because I don't think he offers anything as a finisher. Um, but I think so. So so I went May and Daly on the wings with Brown at the back, just just so that you've got a bit of experience there. Um, yeah. And then I actually went Nathan Earl on the bench as the cover, not Danny Solomona. But um, but yeah, it's a difficult one. I, I kind of feel like if you're if you're not going to play Brown, if you're going to put Daly at fullback, then Brown doesn't make the bench. If you're having Solomona at fourteen. Then I think you stick with Nathan Earl, you know, as you cover. So I, I have got Nathan Earl on the bench. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I'm, my, I, I'm, my... happy, I'm quite happy with that. I just, yeah, I suppose yeah. I was may, maybe I was looking at it more from a what I think Eddie will do than rather than a, what I what I'd like to see point of view. And we have said this is going to be what we'd like to see. So you know, I'm good with that. Daily at the back. Yes. May May and Solomona. Daily. Starting with Nathan Earl's cover. Sounds good. Yeah, because, I mean, it does leave us a little bit exposed at fullback should something happen. But then, like you say, Danny Cipriani can cover fullback if needs be. Um, and Nathan Earl also, I think he uh, adds a level of physicality as well, which you mentioned should Tio not be about. Yeah. Maybe with this. I really like the look of this team. I, 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 think, it's quite, I think it's an attacking team. Um. I think it's a really attacking team. Um, the back row, Shield, Simmons and Van Polo, I really like that. It's massive. It's massive. It's it's the polar opposite of how it felt going into the Six Nations. It, it just, it, it does feel that bit more. It, it feels very mobile. It yeah. feels physical. Front, well, front, front five, front. front five doesn't seem any different at all. If anything, it seems slightly stronger. Um, yeah. The back row, yeah, it's the game. It's 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 the game changer in in my opinion. You know, when you look at when you look at the Six Nations, you know, it was the, it was the back row, really, that failed to giving them the front football that they needed for the backs to really kind of shine. And I just feel like that back row creates quick ball for these guys to do special things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look, mate, I I I think that's a good back row. Brad Shields, strong finishes um, too. Yeah, really strong finishes. So just to go through, I mean, we've mentioned most of them, but my front row, I've got Marler and Williams as prop replacements with Jamie George. Yeah. Sequoia, second row replacements. Chat Willis, back row replacements. And then Dan Robson as scrum yeah. half placement. And then I've Slade and Earl yeah. as, um, as my other two bats. I think it's strong. I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite disappointed not to see a Manu uh, out there. I think that would have been my... I think I think if Manny was on tour, he'd possibly start, but but certainly if not, it would be Tio and Manu kind of covering the thirteen channel really for me. But he's not there, yes. so it's irrelevant. But yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm I, happy. I, yeah, no, I like it. Um, a, a lot of this. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how close we actually get to the team because these before I found. Eddie in certain positions almost predictable, but now I, I I think he's less so. Now I think he's more willing to change it up. So 
I, I think I, my, I my biggest concern is that I'm not convinced that that back row is is accurate. It's what we want to see. I just don't think we're going to because I think that Rob Shaw is going to be included. And by including Rob Shaw, someone else that we'd like to see isn't going to even make the 23. Um, like, so I think if you include Rob Shaw, Jack Willis might miss out. Yeah, well, and also the, the Mike Brown debate. If Mike Brown's at 15, again, someone else, possibly Nathan Earl, possibly Denny Solomona, not going to feature um, in the yeah. first test. Uh, yes, just, yeah, I'm just looking yeah. at the rest of the team and I'm think I'm fairly confident that Cipriani is going to feature either on the pitch or on the bench. I, I just, hope so. I just don't think you take him for the experience. You know, he's he's an experienced player who's been around. You know, he's, he's not like a, he's not like he's getting his first cap and therefore just being with the squad is is kind of a, a good experience. You know, this you, you take him because he's firing at the moment and, and you see what he can do. And, you you know, Eddie Jones might be saying, look, he's got one chance. If he takes it, great. If he doesn't, then, you know, tried and tested. Um, but I but I feel like he's he's in the right place to to step up and, and take that chance. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So I think, yeah, there's, I think there's more chance that Ford doesn't feature in the first test. Uh, but I think that... The back row, it, we may be we may be asking too much uh, to see those three start. I hope we're not. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think they'll be involved. Uh, Sam Simmons has had a great season. As has uh, Brad Shields. Billy obviously hasn't because he's been injured. But we all know what Billy's about. So yeah, uh, you, you want Billy involved whenever he can be. You want Billy involved, and I'm pretty sure Eddie thinks along those lines as well. Um, so overall, do, do you know what? The, when I was going through that squad yesterday, I was looking at it thinking, Jesus Christ, we got some good players. We got some real strength and depth. Um, when you think what we've left behind. Now, actually, I wanted to bring up that because we may have been wrong about Don Armand, might we? Yes. So we obviously, I think we said last week, and to be fair, you know, you look at all of the all of the, the, the squads and things that have been announced, there's no mention of them anywhere, including the lists that say, you know, left out because, you know, to rest or because of injury. He's just not on the list. I don't understand why. Yeah. But uh, we actually, we read an email from uh, a fan, Tom Fossell, uh, last week or the week before, I think it was. Um, you know, he was talking to us about uh, rugby in the US and, and things. Um, and he actually got back in touch and something that he mentioned, well, two things. So, uh, firstly, he, he says... As far as he's aware, Don Armand is injured. So if we've somehow missed that, uh, we apologise. There's probably a ton of you out there going, yeah, we all know he's injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Move on. But, uh, but, we, but like we, you say, before, we didn't. Before, sorry, sorry to cut in, before you went, like you say, if he is injured and, and we've missed that, and I'm sure Tom is right here, why was he not mentioned on that not available well, for it, selection? It, not it's, considered? it's a bit weird. Um, especially as, you know, not only is he... You know, has everyone been screaming to have him involved? But he's also on the list for you know Premiership Player of the Season. So it it's, it it boggles the mind because you'd like to th- you know he would surely be a great addition um, to that to, to that touring squad. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, we we may well be arguing a moot point because if as uh, as Tom says he's injured, then it's it's irrelevant. And why he's been missed off these lists, who knows? Um, but uh, we will we will try and find some. Evidence by which I mean we'll search the BBC website until we find something that tells us. Um, I, I, just, I might even go crazy and look at Sky no. as well. 
<laughs> and just and just get confirmation. But uh, but yeah, Tom, uh, obviously, thanks for pointing that out. And um, more importantly, um, we obviously we've talked a lot about Brad Shields. We want to see him involved. We want to see him start. Uh, we suspect if he's not starting, we'll find him on the bench. But um, uh, Tom also pointed out, and we kind of alluded to this, I think, last week when we were talking about him, and you said, you know, he's always wanted to play for England. But just to sort of add a little substance to that, which I found quite interesting. Um, so Brad Shields was actually called up. Uh, to the All Blacks as an injury replacement for Jerome Kano uh, last season. Um, but he refused and refused to take to the training field to make absolutely certain that no one could say that he was, he'd been capped by the All Blacks um, and to ensure that the path was left wide open for his England, uh, it's not return, but you know, his debut, um, which I just thought was quite interesting. And I think, you know, for all the people around the world that, you know, often look at these and we're, we're just as bad, Going the other way, you know, the look at these situations. Go, oh, you know, he's stealing players from abroad. You know, clearly in this case, this is a guy who's, you know, always wanted to do this. He had the chance to play for the best team in the world at the time, and he said no because he wanted to play for England, which is great, I think, for, for okay. us. Okay, can, can, can I play devil's advocate a bit here? No. Did I had no. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let, let me rephrase that. I'm going to play devil's advocate here a bit. Uh, had he already signed for Wasp by that chance? by that time uh, I don't know I, I have no idea because if he had he would have known that playing for the All Blacks basically meant yeah fine he'd get a cap but then he wouldn't be eligible for All Blacks selection in future no and you, he couldn't no, play no, for no, England no no you can't say that because that completely uh goes against... what we're saying yeah, and and you know we're talking he about definitely the, hadn't signed for Wasps pride, at that time. It was just pride pure in the pride rose. for England. Yeah, yeah, pride in the rose, pride in his home nation, um, and just a desire to be part of the you know the the, the team that's going to be the best team in the world, rather than the I'm team that, that was. Up, yeah. yeah, not the has beens, the gonna bees. So um, that that's our story. We're sticking to it, um, and there's absolutely no. Uh, reason to believe that it had anything to do with the fact that he probably wouldn't have actually had a chance to play very much rugby for the All Blacks. Oh, okay. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so was there anything else? I'm sure there was something else that um, we wanted to mention, but I cannot remember what it was. We've obviously talked about Haskell going to Northampton. Um Clearly, yeah. Cipriani at Gloucester, that's, yeah. that's the one that I like. I think Gloucester will be a great team next Sorry. year. And and finally, we were shouting at the start of the season about this um, to the training camp in Brighton. Uh, so Henry Trinder and Marlin Yard have also oh, been yeah, called up yes, to that training that camp. That was it. Um, now, fair enough, that training camp doesn't involve any players in the playoffs, but for me, the fact Trinder's involved in an England training camp is great news because that guy has got some talent. Although I have to and question why would you inc- include Marlon Yard? You know, the guy was sacked from his last team uh, basically for being a knob um, and, <laughs> and a non-team player. It seems strange when he's not actually that good um, in an England shirt because by, by all accounts uh, he's, he's a pretty he's good season for sale. Really well, yeah. Yeah, but but uh, you know, in an England shirt, he he's had quite a few opportunities, and he's never really done anything particularly special. Um, I don't know. I just yeah, I kind of feel like you, you had your chance and blown it. And not only that, but you're also a bit of a knob. So you know, we're going to hey. focus. We've got an awful lot of people on the wings already. So is he in there just as cover? I don't. I mean, you, you and I like. I, I agree with you. He's a bit of a knob, but 
I, I think I probably rate him as a player more than you do. Oh, you do, but but you know, we've is is he getting in ahead of Nathan Earl? Is he getting in ahead of Denny Solomona? Is he getting in ahead of, ahead of May or Daly um, or even Mike Brown? You know, and I think there's possibly one or two others as well. You know, there's a lot of guys who are going on the tour who are way ahead of him. Like, what's the value in having him in the camp other than, you know, we need to make up some numbers? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the thinking behind it, but he has been there. I think it's also to show that. No, no, I don't mean it's to it's show to teach anything. Him a lesson. But... It's to teach him a lesson. They're going to bring him in, they're going to mug him off, and they're going to send him home. To teach him a lesson, if you act like a knob, get fired. You can still play for England. No, no, you can. You can think. You can think. You can still Solid play for lesson. England. Think you can still play for England. And when you turn up, we're gonna we're gonna mug you off and send you home. Oh, it's like when you're just about to hand a kid a sweet and pull it away, and you're like, no. Is uh, it like that? I've, I've got to be honest. I've not done that before, but um, no, no, me either, man. Me either, no, that'd be <laughs> weird. That'd be odd. On that note, um, we've done what we said we came to do. Um, so. I think we can leave these guys alone. Let them, let them soak up the information that we've provided in terms of the ultimate uh, touring t- starting twenty three um, for the for the test uh, first test on the ooh, something of June. Can't remember. Should I know. thought it was the eighth in my head. I, I I actually wrote. I actually was looking. It, it could be because isn't there isn't there a England are playing the Bar Bars aren't they at Twickenham before they before they go? Yes, yeah, they are. I, I don't know what date that is. Um, I don't know sort of first two weekend week, or two weeks but... before. I think. I think it's yeah. I think it's a week. I think it's a week on Saturday. Uh, it, it could be. Don't forget, or, there's still the Premiership final. I well, yes, it's not going to include. Yeah, I think it's the same day as Premiership final, so it's not going to include obviously the guys involved in that. Uh, maybe that's why Marlon Yard's been called up. So, so I, 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 it's not. I'm pretty sure it won't be the same day as Premiership final because that'll be at Twickenham as well, won't it? That's a very good point. Oh, no, you're right. I think Premiership final's on Saturday. I think Barbaz is on the Sunday. Yeah, could well be. I think because I'm away. Uh, and I, where are I, you? I'm in France. Oh, you know, you normally run that stuff by me. Well, what's going holiday. on here? Huh? Oh, okay. Well, that's that's fine. I'll go on my own holiday. Whatever. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but yeah, so so we will. Yeah, we'll get some some more information on that and, and share that on the next episode. Um, uh, we won't worry with predictions. Well, maybe we will. We'll see. Because uh, it's going to be a very different looking side, but um, perhaps an opportunity to give some of the, certainly some of the, the, the uncapped players going on tour a little bit of a run out. But yeah, I'm not really sure how we'll go about that one, so that'll be interesting. But um, we'll cover that next week. For now, we've got this one. Uh, as always, guys, uh, really appreciate you listening uh, and continuing to listen. Please get in touch if you've got any questions uh, or opinions or you think we've got anything wrong, particularly with this squad selection. If you think there's anyone that we've missed out or anyone that we've included in error, let us know uh, at England Rugby Pod across social media. Um, or you can email us, as Tom does, uh, englandrugbypod at gmail.com. We've got a website. Uh, no one really visits, but it's there. It's www.englandrugbypod.com. So check that out. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the most importantly, come back next week and uh, and bring someone with you. That's how we're going to keep growing. Um, but uh, but yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers.